Welcome to the 40K Lorecast. Welcome to the 40K Lorecast with me, John Barsati, and Brad Chester. This guy. All right, Brad, we've covered who the orcs are what the orcs are and some of the greatest leaders and achievements. So we want to close this out with for this section of the orc coverage is, and don't worry, there will be more in the future. I say there's so much more. Orcs there's so now. much orcs. It is, we, this is the 40K lore cast, not the 40K orc cast. Who knows? Maybe we'll make a subcast based around that. But what we wanted to kind of go over here today with, with all of you is a lot of actually some of their weapons that they use, just some elements of the, we, we had to make some uh, triage decisions on what we we're going to cover with orcs, what we weren't going to cover with orcs. <laughs> and we wanted to focus really on the funny bits. And with orcs, what's funnier than their guns and their tools, Brad? Nothing. I mean, just the names of them themselves. <laughs> so it took me a while to get on board with orcs themselves playing 40K because they're awesome. They do awesome stuff. But it's real annoying to remember what the name of any orc weapon is. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it just take what you think it might be, misspell it four times, and then still get it wrong. I mean, me explaining what's on one of my orc lists right now when I have to tell them, well, this guy has the head wappa kill chompa on top of the orc on smash a squig. <laughs> Sorry, knob on smash a squig. And knob on smash a squig. It's really good right now, too. Uh, it's really good. <clears throat> It's like a ton of bricks. With but a head whopper kill chopper. Yeah, especially with a kill chopper. Like, oh, you have a, you have a knight? That's adorable. <laughs> but anyway, so what we're going to, starting off with today, I think we're going to jump right into orc weapons. And as we've said before, everything orcs have only work because the orcs want it to. They believe things into existence. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones about that is the chopper. Which is literally a poorly made slab of metal. Yeah. That an orc in his hands can cut the arm off a space marine. Well, they believe that it's stronger and sharper and it can go through anything. Again, it hits. They've taken out Titans with enough of these hitting it. And I think for me, when I first started playing orcs, I didn't fully understand this. I was thinking of the more the D&D orc where he's just he's incredibly strong and uses this. No. Thing it hits hard, but then it occurred to me th- there's no piece of metal I could pick up that would cut through a titan's leg. Yeah, but an orc holding it makes it the sharpest thing in the universe. Well, think about <laughs> rules for these for the longest yeah. times. You had for the forty, the old forty k players, the chopper used to make it so you could at best take a four up save on a d six. Even if you had a oh, two yeah. up on your side. I forgot about that rule. Because orcs believe that it cuts through even the hardest, the mm-hmm. thickest, ceramide armor, things that are literally taking missiles yeah. and just going, yeah, thanks for playing. Yeah. The orc choppa, which again looks like you went to a local junkyard and took a, a door off a car <laughs> and cut it into a sword shape. Yeah. Is now the perfect weapon. This is our <laughs> this is our thing. Also, we should point out that orcs name things really well. So we have the choppa, but if you really need to cut through something big, you bring a big choppa, which is no different than a choppa. It's just larger. Yeah, it's a big choppa, not to be confused with a huge, not huge. But huge. Take off the huge. H. Huge choppa, which is even bigger. Which is even bigger. Because only because every time an orc gets bigger, he he needs to hold a choppa. And by the way, choppa also can just be a pole. There are there are orcs Whoa, whoa, with, whoa, John. With sticks in it. With, or I'll with nails coming out of because it. Because if it's a specific stick, it becomes a stick up. Well, I'm what I'm talking about is if anyone builds orc boys knows some of your boys are actually just holding what looks like a club with spikes coming out of it. Yeah. That's still a choppa because they will chop with it. Yeah, and it cuts through things because they believe it cuts <laughs> through things. You're like, why? It's not sharp. It's a club yeah. with a spike. You're like, yeah, and it's clearly going to cut through. 
slicing with my piercing thing. With my piercing. There's a pointy bit, and if there isn't, I'll make it pointy. Piercing bludgeoning, obviously going to slash. I also just love that a lot of their weapons just keep getting bigger because an orc seems to have a certain ratio of size to weapon to, to the size of their hand. And so, you know, Choppa, big Choppa, huge Choppa. I'm sure at some point we'll get a new model that's a you know, Gazgul size. Maybe we'll, we'll get Mork or Gork, and you know they will what? have a hugest <laughs> chopper. I, I do <laughs> want to talk about the fact that a lot of the bigger they are, because mm -hmm. we got into things like, oh, the knob on Smash is great, and those guys. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have extra attacks when you look at in the game. Where are these attacks coming from? Oh, yeah, I'm so big, I have a guy on my shoulder that also it throws also, something. It also hits you. Who, by the way, almost always has a tiny version of whatever I'm oh, using. Always. It's always like, I have a big, big choppa, and he's got a little tiny choppa that has surprisingly good rules. <laughs> <laughs> so it just cracks me up that you're like, I also have this guy on my back. Yeah, and he's going to hit you too. From there, we'll go from the big choppa to, Brad pointed out, if I need a, if I need a long choppa, I'll call it a sticker. Yeah, because it sticks. Duh. But the cool thing about the sticker, and this is, again, more of a, I believe ninth edition was the first time we saw stickers, right? I think so. Yeah, where it's it's not, because the idea of a sticker is it's a spear, but I don't just throw the spear. I put a rocket on the spear so that when I throw it, the rocket makes even faster. So when you charge with a sticker, you wound people easier. <laughs> and remember, there's also two forms of the sticker. The guys on your back that are throwing also have them. a little sticker. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of stickers, but again, it's a sticker. However, I think the most iconic orc weapon, melee style, is the power claw. Oh, for sure. And this is uh, power claws actually are, are one of the few weapons orcs have that actually do make sense. Where it's a giant hydraulic claw that just grabs things and crushes them. It should actually make sense. Yeah, this is actually this is not the. The other weapons where, where it, it's still power of belief because, like I said, it will crush through anything. I mean, we, we've discussed in the prior episode that there was a Big Mac who grabbed the Emperor and crushed and began crushing his armor with his power claw akin to Horus doing it to the Emperor. So, yeah, let's say Orc power claws are strong. Um, they're currently quite good. And they, they're hit and miss throughout the, throughout the editions. They've always been pretty decent, though, because of the fact that it's their go-to. Yeah, they're just been for a somewhere. while. They've been in, yes, they they've been back and forth. But it is the thing where if you if you're listening to this and you're modeling your orcs and especially your knobs, cough cough, yeah. just give them power claws. Power claws. Probably it's, be fine. Always do power claws. There's always the thought of maybe I want to kill saw. They always screw them on rules at some point. So just model your things with power claws or big choppers. From there, we'll move into shooting guns. And so if you're going to name a gun. What would, and it's an orc naming a gun, what would they call it, Brad? A shooter. It's a shooter. <laughs> One of my favorite, I, I said this in the last, is still the fact that the Imperium has literally painstakingly looked at Xeno's technology. Mm -hmm. And one of the ones that they don't get at all is the orcs because it doesn't work. <laughs> None of their stuff should work. The orcs should have all died <laughs> because they effectively came in a colander when they were flying. It was not airtight. No. It wasn't watertight. It wasn't anything tight. <laughs> and the shooter is a great example of that in the fact that it doesn't have a mechanism to shoot. It just does. It's just a piece of metal mildly resembling a gun that actually, again, can shoot through a space marine. Yep. And if you want to shoot better through a space marine, you grab a bigger shooter, which is called, ironically, not ironically, a big shooter. A big shooter. And... If, and but then we move into actually my favorite of them, this which is, is the snaz gun. Why is it called a snaz gun? Because they bedazzled it. <laughs> and now it it's is literally has shiny bits all over it. By the way, the snaz gun is just a big shooter, but it shoots better with better stats because it's bedazzled. Because it's bedazzled. And I'm a big <laughs> Fallout player. This reminds me of the line from Fallout 1. Ooh, that is snazzy-like. It's just... <laughs> well, it's also done by flash kids who are all about collecting booty, bounty. And they're just... Because it's a pirate orc, and that's the best orc. It's the way. best orc, and it does, but Brad's point, it's the same, it's just a piece of metal with extra gold and dangly bits on it, and now it is 
one of the plus most one strength. plus one strength plus the extra ap yeah. extra damage and i mean yeah they're uh well, duh. yeah i'm not bedazzling this thing for nothing <laughs> from there i think we should move on actually you know one of my favorite weapons which is the squig launcher um because orcs are almost very in some ways they're resourceful because we've got these things, which are our pet Tyranids running around, and Tyranids are pretty well, bitey. Well, when you're not strapping bombs to them, why not just load them into guns? Well, some of the ones really aren't don't behave very well. And those ones, they're ill-tempered squigs. So they like to bite everything that tries to pet them, like a, like a rescued chihuahua. You know? <laughs> so, Sometimes you got to load them into the so squig launcher. Why don't we just take this thing, put it in a bazooka, and fire it at people? And one of my favorite stories about the squig launcher is that the, the way the squig launcher is designed to work is you shoot it into a vehicle and then the squig actually goes through the outer armor and ends up on the inside of the vehicle and then begins biting everything on just the inside losing of the vehicle. its mind. Yeah. Yes. Just, just ripping and tearing its way out, back out of the vehicle. Unfortunately, the rules for it aren't as good as it could be, but this is, I still think there should be some way where I could make a vehicle explode from a single squig shot, but we both know that that will break. That's the game. not happening. Yeah, they'll, they'll break the game hard. But squig launchers are great. We have touched on this next one before, but we're going to keep doing it because it's fantastic. Because the shock attack gun, shock attack gun is possibly the orcs' most volatile and most powerful weapon at the same time. It is. It's the best. It's the best weapon I think in the game. I mean, it's the only time you can shoot yourself at someone. True. That's true. They've also put built vehicles around it, which we'll cover over cover later. It just shoots snotlings at warp speed at things, and the, and legitimately shoots them yeah, through the warp. Yeah, through the warp. And again, much like the squig launcher, they do the same thing. Sometimes when they do survive coming through the other side, they will just start biting at whatever is in there. So you get hit with this thing. And then realize there's now a creature inside your vehicle with you that just wants to bite you. I love the fact that you put my one of my favorite, one of the main reasons I I brought I brought these to a tournament just to say bubble chucka on stream. And it made me delightfully happy to say it. A bubble chucka is effectively you're shooting a random thing. Yeah. And when I say a random thing. It is a random thing. I mean, every edition, it, it, you, you've had to roll for what it is, what the how many shots it is. So it's just what shoots out. Yeah, we, you don't know. No one knows. And the reason I like the bubble chucka is those of us who play competitively, it is the bane of existence for people competitively to play against you. And the reason why is that there is a one in three chance, actually probably more like a one in 20 chance of the bubble chucka working. But when it works... It just oh. ruins a game for an opponent <laughs> because you're rolling. 10th is better, but it used to be random shots, random strength, and random damage. Now it's just, it's so you get on. It's one of, one of those one three. Of three yeah, one of those now. three. But back when it was random, 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 if somehow you rolled, even not going to do 666, but 656, something in that realm, you could all of a sudden have this 70 point gun take out a knight. It's ridiculous. And it's fantastic <laughs> at the same time. Because again, it shoots random ammo. Yeah. So what it is is so the we haven't touched on the what the bubble chuck is is it's a it's it's a artillery gun that creates a bubble. And depending on the size of the bubble or how many bubbles created, they are more or less powerful. And the bubbles come out of the front of the gun, float up, and then float down and hit something. I'm trying to. I'm thinking this was in Mario Brothers. Is what I'm thinking. <laughs> this, is, this was from. There's definitely games I've played where I it hit does, bubbles, or was it Sonic the Hedgehog? It does one rain of those. down death. Yeah, but it's one of those games. Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man definitely had this gun. It's my turn to date us. I'm going with yeah, Nintendo. Yes. Uh, NES, not SNES, NES games. But there is a. If you played a lot of NES, I think some developer at some point realized an 8-bit you could make a bubble, and so now we all had to play with them for a while. Um, so the bubbles come out, they float down, and they explode depending on their size. Amazing gun, pure random, almost impossible to play effectively, worth it every time you try. <laughs> smash a gun. Smash a gun's a smash a gun. If you're going to go with coolness of one yeah. of the types, is the tractor cannon. Yes, 
There is nothing better than I'm going to take this gun, grab that thing, and slam it into the ground. Well, the best part is it doesn't even pull it back to you. It's not like a tractor beam. Yeah. It pulls to you. It <laughs> chooses a point on the ground. Yeah. It effectively just picks whatever's underneath it's, you. You know what I realized? I was, I was doing the research. I was reading about this. It's like a uh, a wizard staff. Yeah. They, they, we saw that in, uh, in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf grabs, I forget. Oh, Gandalf and um, Saruman are Sorry. fighting. And they, they point the thing and just grab them and spin them around and slam them into a ceiling. That's what the orcs mastered. Yeah, and it's also fire and forget. It, yeah, it also used to. Oh, this is so much better. When you used to have the bane of my existence, which is flyers, it would smash a flyer into the ground and make it explode. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it would make the flyer then take damage from hitting the ground. Yeah. So it took damage from getting hit, and then it took damage from getting pummeled into the ground, which was fantastic. <laughs> Screw you, demon flying circus. We're talking to you. That's we Eldar flying circus too. There were two. Well, we both just both both of us are Eldar players, so we're pretending that that part wasn't as bad. Yeah, I mean, minus four to hit's not even a big deal. <laughs> well, yeah, what are, you, what are you talking about? It, it's totally should be fair that you can literally not shoot my target after you've declared. Also, um, for, the, for those of you that don't play competitively all the time, when you're hitting, rolling a d6 to try to get a result, and you minus four on that, it's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, when you need a seven on a d6. Yeah. <laughs> Things get difficult, and for some reason, they took that out of the game. Yeah, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? But I also want to put out: the Smasher guns are great too, especially from a lore standpoint. If you like to read stories, if you read codexes, you read books about orcs. These things come up a lot, and they were also the bane of the Imperium because the orcs would just grab things that the Imperium had and slam them into the ground, oftentimes into other troops. Well, they also used to shoot. Them. This is the best thing about a tractor gun because orcs would shoot them into low orbit. Yeah, and pull, yes. and pull space onto the planet. Right. Yeah, so, on their opponents. Good, nice invasion you got there. You know that ship you just disembarked from? How about I landed on you? Like right, right now. <laughs> yeah. By the way, quickly. Quickly. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> like, that's coming real fast, Ted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the piece that we talk about with orcs is orc technologies really follows pretty closely in what you'd expect them to do. So orcs want to go fast. Well, some of the orcs do. Actually, all the orcs want to go fast, or some of them want to go real, real fast. Some, sometimes you got to paint everything red. Exactly. But if you want to go fast, but orcs also like to hit things. So what do you need if you want to go real fast, but you still want to punch something? Well, a bike, of course. Yeah. So it's the number one transport orcs use. But, but also, bikers. somehow in 40K, you can always steer a bike with your knees. Yes. Because everyone has... Two weapons. Well, you would, I, can't, I have to shoot at them before, exactly. I them, before I hit them with my club. Everyone has a pistol and a hand-to-hand weapon, melee weapon, in the other hand. But then you're also driving the bike and shooting the bike. Yeah. Fred, the bike has guns. Because orcs also always put guns on everything. So you're going to have, if there's a bike, the bike has guns. You're carrying a gun that you're shooting over top of those guns. And you're holding some level of chopper be it regular big or claw and you're driving and you're driving the best is the tech that goes with the bikes orcs have always had special rules for their bikes because their bikes kick up such a ridiculous dust cloud you can't see them you can't see them (laughs) they don't everything in the orc army functions while not functioning that's kind of how I like to look at it. Is everything yes. it just it's like oh, there's yeah. stuff there, the things that are going terribly wrong somehow help them all it was, the time. It because that was one of the best rules I think we've had bikers have had different rules, obviously, in additions. But I like when the bikers were just minus one to hit because they gave out so much smoke you couldn't see them. Yeah. Just these billowing <laughs> yeah. clouds of black smoke. And they made them specifically to want more black smoke. <laughs> but if, that being said, a war boss doesn't ride a biker what a war boss wants to get into, into combat what's he ride brad well he's got a couple options but if he's a smooth criminal orc he's in a battle wagon with hopefully a death roller on the top <laughs> if honestly i don't understand the point of rolling running a battle wagon without a death roller like, yeah it, awesome. even even when it costs points i'm not it doesn't look good without it, it yeah it smashes people it, they also have great because they went hey we're gonna put a battering ram they're like that doesn't seem like enough no, yeah, the battering ram was adorable. How about we have, and for those who don't know what Death Roller is, it's like the front end of a steam 
a steamroller. A steamroller covered in spikes. <laughs> and it spins really fast. It does really fast and usually does the exact amount of damage you need to kill space marines. <laughs> also true. <laughs> a, and other things that they're riding. Yeah. It's very critical. Battle wagons are great though. And if you go if you go through the lore a lot, you'll see battle every major war boss has it um customized. And the note here is like, like a like a late nineties civic, but yeah. for killing. They've all got different colors. No, no different neon patterns. lights underneath it. Yeah, well, they would totally put neon lights on. Let's. Oh, that's, let, that's that's true. That's true. I mean, like I probably at some point should do a kit bash and make a free boot of battle wagon. It's showing up again. <laughs> but a free boot of battle wagon might take weeks to build because you just have to put so much shiny shit on it. Well, let, let's talk about the fact that in the rules they used to embrace being. Oh yeah, we used to build build your own battle wagon. You could build your own battle wagon. You could build your own truck, and you know how many people fit in a battle wagon or a truck? However many fit, physically yeah, fit. Physically if you're playing you the game, in, yeah, you could put as many people as you wanted inside a truck or a What's battle that? wagon. What addition did that go away? Was that? It was like third or fourth. That's yeah, they took it away, and I get why they did it. But but it was so fun. Like it was awesome. Well, the, the rule. Let's go over the rule though, because a lot of people yeah. don't have no idea Please, if yeah. this exists. So you could put as many people as you wanted. They had to physically fit. So you could stack them up to the ceiling. But anybody that fell off died. Yeah. <laughs> like you just you didn't put them back on. It's, they legitimately just died. We'll probably do some casts on the nightmare that this game has been in prior editions. All oh, the rules? Yes. Really horrible. This one rule, or actually, Orcs had quite a few rules that were great over the years, and they were they were kind of like the the shining light in the darkness of horrid horrid Thump rules guns yeah. any of those the things. orcs were hilarious but yeah that, that pizza anything falls off it dies yep okay and you could customize these things it got a little out of control when people started buying tonka trucks um well you'd make your the top of your truck to be a bowl basically yeah exactly so you could put as many but it was funny at least but you were having some impressive levels of transport oh, yeah. uh but anyway, that's battle wagons. Battle wagons are fantastic. Um, Not as cool as a shock job dragster. Well, yeah, as we discussed earlier, if you're going to, what's cooler than a shock attack gun? A shock attack gun you can drive. That also teleports. Yeah. So well, where does it teleport? Well, sometimes where you want it to go. And sometimes it's just gone. <laughs> sometimes it just disappears from the game. Another rule they took out, which. Yes, it really used to just to... go away. Yeah, it just. For those who don't understand like what we're complaining about, orcs are used to always get really, really cool rules when a model comes out for a bit. And then they realize they can't balance it correctly. So then they just remove the rule later. Yeah, like the it, it used to be just randomly. Yeah, the Unbelievable. Would, yeah, you would, it, the shock dragster you would roll, it would it would jump, but then sometimes it would never come back. Yeah, because it, it goes through the warp. It would go through the warp and disappear forever. So you lost your model, but how do you point that? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> still pretty cool but it's amazing so yeah the review shock drop drops to, goes real fast you get up over 88 miles an hour and it jumps in <laughs> into the future or the past or the present who knows who knows um some cool stories on shock drop drank like there's always there were there are times when the imperium is trying to all imperium stories obviously but probably happened to tau who cares uh but <laughs> <laughs> but they'd have a wall and the defenders and they'd see a bunch of these shock jump dragsters coming right at them. And just like in Back to the Future, it would just disappear. And then it would reappear behind the wall with, all, with guns blazing. Well, duh. Yeah. They're awesome. All so, part of the plan. Yeah. You're like, well, I'll drive straight at that wall. What happens? Eh, we'll see. A scrap jets. <laughs> <laughs> I love this because one, they look like the Batmobile. Yeah, but what are they? But I love them because of what they really are. They're they strapped a jet engine to the back of it, hmm? and it kind of has wings because it has the the wings off the back. But they they decided that it was too hard to fly them, so they just basically went, "How about we make a plane and then just put wheels on it?" Well, my theory is is that you know. Grots tend to fly most of the objects. They didn't want the Grots getting all the glory. So we're going to let the orcs fly. True. Yeah, orcs going to fly, but we're going to fly on the ground. The truth. Adults. But the, the orcs actually couldn't figure out how to make, like, airplane flying is yeah. hard. Like, there's a lot of levers and 
gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, there's an up and a down. I'm going to fly know. on the ground. Yeah, what if I just going to fly? What are they? I, my theory in this grab chat was orcs are obsessed with going fast, and they just kept one-upping each other. And the one guy did figure out, well, what if I if I slap a warp engine to my to my vehicle, but somebody disappeared, and the other guy went, was fine. What if I take one of the biggest rockets you've ever seen and put four wheels on it and just drive it at people? But I'm also, because I'm orc, I'm going to make sure it shoots rockets. Yep. <laughs> Off the wings. Off the wings. And on the front, instead of putting a you know wedge, I put some spiky bits, but I put a drill. So I can fly at you and then turn my drill on and drill through you. I forgot that it was a drill. It's a drill. Yeah. <laughs> I only oh my I, was, God. I was writing show notes and I looked over and I could see my, my orcs are in, are in one of my cat or my closets here and I could see my orc. I saw him like, oh yeah, that's a drill. God, that weapon's cool. <laughs> and one of the best parts about this is this is all orc logic trees. Yeah. We're gonna go fast, but what if there's a wall on the way? We'll put a drill on it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's how you get that. That's what you do when there's a big item. Drill and, through and it. I just in my mind, I assume the grots told them they were flying, which is why they put wings on a car. It doesn't fly, but there are wings on the back of it. And those of you who have the model, the guy's actually dressed like, <laughs> like, like, like a pilot. He's got, he's got like, like, that, like the, the World War II like, like, yes, like leather he's jacket. He's also harnessed. Yeah, he's harnessed. <laughs> he's actually got a, like, a, a scarf that's blowing behind him. It's a really good model. Yes, they, uh, <laughs> they convinced an org. Yeah. That he was flying, yeah, and he believes he it totally. In flying, and also he came prepared to fly. Yeah, exactly. Like, he has goggles. It's the whole model's fantastic. This, again, this is another reason to play orcs. Yeah, we're gonna the end of this the, episode. We're we don't talk enough orcs. about that. Like people just put a scrapjack on the on the board, and they don't acknowledge the fact that it's a faux plane. It yeah. is literally a guy in nineteen thirties, nineteen twenties. Like old school Red Baron, I'm flying. Yeah, here. we're gonna close this episode off with why we play orcs. But this stuff we're talking about here, these are why we play orcs. These you you look down at your orc mm. models, and they're funny. I, 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 they're just funny. It's I, I I was playing last night. I had Squid Hog Boys. It's two orcs, one big, one one grot, grot riding the back of a squig. Yeah, and just with a saddle, sort of. And what can it do? It, well, the, the squ- he hits you with a big stick. The little guy hits you with a smaller stick, and the and the squig bites you. Oh, you forgot to mention that they also have a squig bomb. Yeah, was also yeah, they carry squig bombs. With it. The, the entirety of the line is fantastic. Oh, speaking of squigs, rucker truck squig buggies. Oh God, <laughs> which effectively launch. It's an indirect artillery piece, which launches squigs again. Sometimes just strapped with bombs. But it's an indirect artillery piece. Every other indirect artillery piece in the game does the same thing all artillery does. It stays still and shoots. No. Rocket trucks do not. They actually think they have a movement 12. They move very, very fast and fire artillery out of the back of them very inaccurately. Yes. They're perfect. And also, they have like actual real attacks. Yeah, they have real attacks, and they actually have they have they have combat too. They will still punch you to death. Oh yeah, but just the really funny thing is that orc artillery also goes fast because not going fast is stupid. Which also they have no downside to not moving around too. Yeah, they, but they also get no upside to staying still. Yeah. They just drive around aimlessly. They just oh yeah, I'm gonna fire now. I think actually in ninth they may have, but oh they had heavy. Yeah, yeah whatever. It's still shit. But. As we discussed before in the last episode, when the orcs were invading it with the Imperium, they kept seeing these like big vehicles, these walking monstrosities, and they went. Well, they saw the Titans, the Dreadnoughts, mm-hmm. the the Knights. But they also saw the the, the Dreadnoughts weren't the Met with the massive. They saw those and decided what, Brad? Let's make our own. Yeah. <laughs> so they started well, off. It, with... it, it's true. They they started off with little walkers. Yeah. Just... Well, kill the cans. Which shouldn't work at all because it is literally a garbage can. Yeah. It is a circle of metal. It's a garbage can. It is a literal With garbage two legs can. And two arms that they welded on yeah. which shouldn't move. But they, they don't they don't have a way to yeah. move. They're just bolted on. But you know who's inside of them? 
is actually a Gretchen. It's actually a Grot. Grot. It's a Gretchen inside who is permanently put inside. And one of my favorite stories about it is, is that this Gretchen is living, is living and entombed in this vehicle and couldn't be happier. Oh, no. Because now he gets to go get revenge. Yeah. Well, they also <laughs> used to lose their shit, kind of yeah. like Dreads did, and hit people next to them. Hit people next to them. Accidentally, Accidentally, of course. So one of my, I don't, and I can't remember which codex this came out of, so I apologize, but one of the stories I, re I remember from years ago was, like, they would, every now and then, they'd entomb an aggression into the Killican, and as soon as it came fully aware, it would then go kill some of the orcs that had been mean to it recently, <laughs> and the, all the other orcs would watch that laughing hysterically. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching their buddy get beat up by the Killican. And then after the Gretchen finished, they're like, all right, cool, let's go. And then Gretchen would, would walk off to war with them. Because Gretchen rule. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, that being said, though, they do get the orcs got a little jealous watching these Gretchen or Killicans. So they decided to make their own Killican called a Death Dread. Which also, here's the deal. I'm going to tell everybody right now. Mm -hmm. If you play the game and you model your Death Dread with anything but only extra arms to punch people you're doing it wrong yeah no it's never just you all can the put, extra attacks you can put guns on them but like like come on man you could put three other arms on this thing i actually will admit this when whenever in the addition orcs have very good shooting i don't think they're as fun i think <laughs> I, I just it's like it's happened a few times the free buddha list and ninth or yeah. the of them where you're like and i ran it a few times it just wasn't as fun as punchy orcs Sorry, if bad moons are good, their free boots are good. Nah. It's just not as fun as like when goths are good. Well, we talked about this last last episode, which was the Stompa, mm -hmm. which is effectively orcs saw a Titan and went, we should do that. But also, that Titan didn't have enough guns on it. Well, actually, my thought on this was, you said this last time, and I was thinking about it, mostly when I was editing it, but I was thinking, I'm not sure if it was like, we should do that. The Stompa had all the guns. I think they went, I, I don't like them having something bigger than what I have, and with and with, and with more, more guns. guns. So I think that's why I, I, I look at the build. At first, I thought maybe the Stompa was well, they couldn't build it. But I was like, no, I think they just wanted to build a bigger Titan, which of course meant those more legs shit. seem those legs seem like a real downgrade. Yeah, we'll, we'll fall over. Let's just make it shuffle like a penguin. Yeah, do, 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 do. and also you know what the Titans don't have inside a bunch of boys. No, we're going to have a bunch inside. A ton of a boys. A ton of boys. A ton of boys. A metric ton of boys. Also, more guns. Yeah. Don't be, more guns. don't be jealous, Imperium. But the orcs, you don't, you don't notice they have more guns because they don't hit very often. Well, we but let, they do have more guns. And we can, we've talked about some fun orc rules. The Stompa had a gun whose name is escaping me right now in 8th edition that could effectively fire for infinity. Uh-huh. I saw it. I'm going to tell this story. Please. I won't even tell the people that are in it if they listen, which they probably won't, even though they're my friends, you bums. <laughs> but two of my buddies were playing forever ago in the Adepticon uh, Gladiator, where you could bring stuff like Stompers, because yeah. you could bring this in the past. And he won the game on turn one because the Stompa used to have a rule that said as long as you didn't roll, I think it was triples. Yeah, it was triples, and then in eighth edition it became to, it was a six, a five, a four, a three, a two, or a, yeah. You had to roll but like a you one. could just, but, the, in, but the, in the past you could just roll infinite number of shots yeah. as long as you didn't effectively jam it. Second mm -hmm. edition sustained dice rolls, but you could just keep rolling, and it was dark Eldar versus orcs, and the orc Stampa shot every raider off the board on turn one. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> now, 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 you know, some people are exaggerating. No, he killed every single one of them on turn one. The Stampa had, this is, again, the orc rules. They, they, the lore is great, and then they're, they have these little these incredible glimpses. I don't think any other species or race in the game has had the joy of rules the orcs have had throughout all the editions. There's always been this, well, this rule is objectively hilarious. Um, and the Stampa is one of those where, yeah, you could effectively shoot the gun forever. Like legitimately forever. With that, I think the one I'll actually want to touch on with that rule is I'm just this is more of a plea to bring back flying headbutt. 
That was Animanium Skull. The no, no, the flying guy. But that was the one where my no, my saying, burn Obama. Multiple things. I could I could crash it myself into my opponent and do. I understand why everyone hated this. Yeah, because you couldn't do anything to stop it. There was no way to stop it. But I still wish orcs should have a rule to blow up their own stuff. That's all I'm saying. We should have a, we should be allowed to have a rule that our vehicle we can spend one CP <laughs> to make it explode I mean, or two. If we, if we only had to I mean Burn every vehicle. I know, but I'm not talking about I'm saying every vehicle. I think every vehicle, if it blows up, I can spend a certain number of CP and it will explode. I know I'm saying this, and every orc player is going yes, and everyone who plays against orcs says, "Shut up, no. John." Yeah, <laughs> shut up, John. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. I it will get abused. Yes, it will. <laughs> but I want to pivot over to we've talked about these guys a few times and some of the different orc units that we think are funny. And we've talked about freebooters a few times, but let's spend some time on the well, great. Well, the thing is, is freebooters went from a unit to an actual clan. Because yeah. the freebooters are just people that loot vehicles. Yeah. They, they were looters, and then you had freebooter looters, but then they became an entire clan centered around. You're not selling it, though. When we say they loot vehicles. It's this isn't like you know people breaking into cars and taking stuff. This is comic level. Oh, also they take things that people are currently in yeah. Yeah. and shooting them against you, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, "Is there somebody working on the vehicle?" They're not actually stopping it from working. They're adding more things to it. Yeah. There is there are numerous stories in codexes talking about how people like, like not free Buddha clan would lose a battle wagon. And then it would appear the next day like with a little bit of spray paint on it being driven by a freebooter. And they'd say, yeah, we just found this. I don't know what you guys are talking yeah, about. We, it's, it's, it's always been ours. Yeah, we, we've had this the whole time. Like, this is like, what, yeah, but they, you... they would take Lehman Russes. They would take artillery pieces. They, basically, anything they could get their hands on, they would strap orc stuff. Yeah, when did the orc tank go away? What addition did we lose tanks? Uh, like, I don't know. Seven? We you used to be able to take effectively almost anything. Yeah, they didn't let you have a hover. Yeah, any hover. I want to see if seven. I'm trying to think of it because the reason why I'm thinking about seventh is that the game Dawn of War was seventh edition, and you had orc tanks in it. So I think that's when we had tanks. They were they we did not have tanks in eight. Yeah, no. So we lost tanks. Anyway, that was a freebooter thing. Freebooters would find a Lehman Ross and say, "Oh, this is ours. Yeah, this is mine now." Also, it's a real bummer when. They would literally remote control it effectively when a guy outside is driving the Lehman Russ away, and you're like, "So this is not going to go super well for us inside the tank," <laughs> which is something that would happen with the orcs because they just believed it. Like, I ever I'm, I, the tank should go that way. They also love to raid in space. They are space pirates. Yeah, going going, and we talked about in the last the, the last, and, cast and they would about, only take. I mean, we won't even get into the fact that they trade things by teeth. Teeth. Yeah, teeth. But also, they would take the most random things. There's multiple orc raids that took nothing of value. Nothing. Because they only took anything that was shiny and cool. Yeah. So they would leave you with all the really good infrastructure yeah. and weapons because that was boring. That was painted black. Yeah, it was but, all gray. But they took the fresh windows you just put on because yeah. they were kind of shiny. Satellite dish was yeah, glowing. Satellite dish, yeah. It's like, ooh, it reflects the sun real well. I mean, they were kind of stupid, but they're amazing. <laughs> but that being said, that satellite dish, they turn into a weapon. <laughs> they also were like, it shoots a, it shoots a death ray now, and it now does it shoot does. a death ray. You're like, why? <laughs> well, obviously, it always did. Another group we've talked about before who I've always loved are Storm Boys. And I, do, I don't know why I love them so much, but I just love the idea of someone strapping a makeshift rocket to their back. And they don't have the correct models anymore. The old Orc store by bottles had a fuse off the yes, back. Yes, that's right. Where they, yeah, they would light the fuse, and then the, it would, they would take off like, the rockets you buy at a hobby store. Yes. And it would shoot up into the sky, and sometimes it would explode. They have brought back at least this, this edition where... You could actually technically lose your entire squad when advancing with them because yep. they would just explode. Yeah, because you can go 18 inches, which is six more than they normally can, yeah. and you can charge after, but you might sometimes the rocket blows up. Yeah, it blows up, and well, these things happen. There's nothing more orky to me than Storm Boys, where we've talked just before. 
they looked at people with jetpacks, primarily Imperium with jetpacks, and went, that's amazing. And the Imperium have turbines and all these systems and, and, and yeah. power generators. And the Orcs went, well, we already have rockets, and they go up into the sky and come back down. Just clearly, so what, I'll just duh. I'll hold on to that. Right? This is how they're doing it. I mean, yeah. clearly, <laughs> one of the darker ones, though, in the game, and they're still funny. Are Pain Boys? I mean, um, they're funny, but they're not because yeah. they're literally Doctor Frankensteining things up. Yeah, badly. Yeah, they're not doing a great job of it. Yeah, because the thing. What, what well, they, they met Dark Eldar. And they looked at homunculi and went like, yeah, we could do that. Because one of my favorite, and we talk about, so what the, the pain boys do number of tasks. First one is they do repair orcs. So if an orc loses a limb, if an or orc loses something, the pain boy will stitch a new limb on. Yeah, but it could be any limb. Yeah, a lot of times it'll be whatever they, they have lying around. But one of the ones I like is they do experimenting. And I don't remember which uh, this came out of, but you always want to avoid the big fear of a pain boy is them doing one of their brain um, implants. Where, where they take the brain of an orc out and put in the brain of a squig. The orcs all refer to, they don't like that one. The orcs, they, they, when the pain boy does that one to them, they don't enjoy it. It's not great. Yeah, that one kind of sucks. But outside of that, pain boys are, are useful, and Mad Doc Rotsnick is the reason we have got Gaz, so True. good job, pain boys. Well done. Now, let's talk about the, the bread. Well, they're not right now, but that makes me sad. But well, whatever. We've traditionally been the bread and the butter. The bread and butter of an orc army is at least one unit of mega knobs who showed up with your war boss, who was also in mega armor, mm -hmm. because the bigger you get, the best the best of the armor and everything yeah. else you get. And mega knobs orcs are the biggest orcs with the best armor, and they run into combat. Well, slowly run into combat. Yeah, they, run, they mosey into combat. They mosey into combat. Usually, they're going to be in a battle wagon because, well, someone's going to pick their big asses. Yeah, the they wagon. really they will get very tired, and so or because, they just won't get there because they also have a comical amount of armor on. Yes, yeah. Me Mega knobs are the orcs' answer to terminators, the space marine terminators, and they just decided those guys have a ton of armor on. They're super hard to kill. We'll make our own version of it. Which basically look like you tried to build RoboCop in your basement with garbage you had around. Sorry, as we're discussing, I actually need to look this up real quick. It used to be mega mega knobs were always tougher than Terminators. I don't. I for some reason think they may have changed. They that. are. They're T six. They are T six. Okay, good. I, I had that. They're T six like, and Terminators are T five. And, and the thing is, is that mega knobs, well, sadly, they don't have enough attacks, but they're still very very tough, and they're comical in the fact that again. They just effectively drilled kind of into the orc's body. Yeah. And they just went, we need more metal on you because it'll look cooler and you'll be tougher because of it. Well, Mega Knobs used to, and you're going to hear Brad and I complain about 10th edition. And if you listen to this podcast in the future when we're in 11th edition, it's better. Ignore these comments. But Mega Knobs used to be incredible at killing vehicles. They would get out and they would just rip a vehicle to shreds. Oh, ridiculously. Now so. that's just not the case. Anymore. Well, the weapon isn't good anymore, but... I mean, one of the biggest things is, is orcs have the weirdest economy ever. Yeah. In the fact that what you're trying to do is bribe the lowest case in the yeah. entire orc system. The smallest, the guys that are insignificant to you, but also have access to all of the tech, all of the upgrades, all of the ammunition and everything else. The brats never realize that they have any say in this. But at least they hold on. Well, uh, it depends. In some of the books I've read, the, the Grots are talking about, they actually like the relationship because they're naturally squishy. And so the entire universe would kill them. So their viewpoint is, we're happy to be kind of subservient to the orcs because truthfully, we do run this place. So who really cares? I mean, true story. And then the, and we don't really have to die very much in combat because the orcs don't want to share any of the glory. So we kind of just hang in the back, run the economy. But which to get is extra stuff, teeth. to get bigger guns, to get this shiny armor, you have to actually pay the grots yeah. to make it for you. And you pay them in teeth. teeth. Teeth with an F, by the way. And more importantly, orc teeth. You can't just go kill a human and bring a bunch of their teeth. Now those are orcs. worthless. It's orc teeth, which is why different orcs actually have faster growing teeth than others. Um, and they're considered the lucky, lucky ones. They are blue and they are called death skulls. 
And death skulls are one of the reasons they're considered lucky is because their teeth actually grow faster. And they have better stuff. Yeah. So they were able to have bigger teeth with an F there to buy from, to buy weapons in the grots. Mega knobs, that's how you become a mega knob, is you have to go to the grots and, and take all the teeth you've got and have them attach a bunch of plates to between super glue and drills it's it's not great but it's not fantastic the last little bit of technology i want to jump into though are teleporters and force fields and the reason i put them both together and we'll dive into this is we'll do the teleporters so first off the teleporter was invented by someone named super mech orchimedes yes i usually hate when gw does this but this one i loved i mean Archimedes, that's not based on anything else. I mean, also because Archimedes made a pulley. But anyway, so I'm glad we're doing with teleporter. That's fine. So we did teleport. Well, I mean, it kind of does the same thing. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is a pulley, very literal. It's just the way that, that teleporters were explained to me were by someone once is it's like the homing beacon that Terminators use, except it's less accurate and explodes. Yeah, because the orcs just believe that they're going to get teleported but also they're not real sure where they're going and also orcs are supremely powerful but not super smart so you can tell them where they're supposed to go but they probably forgot so you have five to ten people teleporting and all of them have a different thing that they think they're teleporting to and they're making it happen because of joint belief but with 10 different answers to where they're getting sent. I don't think anyone misses scatter dice with the exception of orc and teleporters. Oh, yeah. It made sense there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it made total Because again, you went, where are you going? And they all went diff- 10 different answers. Ten different, went, yeah. you Somewhere went, in the general vicinity, maybe. Okay, cool. <laughs> My theory on teleporters, and we'll get to this on, on, on the force fields too, is I just think it's a piece of metal. I don't think it actually does anything, but the orcs believe so. Oh, it's much like a lucky coin or something. Yeah, that the orcs just they can teleport. This is the thing we've and we've I'm gonna harp on it again. We said before. Orcs are the most powerful species in the galaxy. They just have no idea that they are. I mean, we'll talk about Eldar who actually use again another one of the old old ones. Yep. Not well, creation and uplifted, but whatever. Guided by the old ones. And weirdly enough, orcs and Eldar have a lot of the same Tech people are going to throw tomatoes at me for this. Of course. But they do. They have a lot of the same things. It's just that Eldars are way more sophisticated. Well, Eldar know how to use theirs. The yeah. orcs, just, it's just there, and they don't think anything yeah, Because Eldar did. We'll, we'll get into it on the very next, the spoiler next episode, alert, yeah. next episode, we'll talk about the fact that they also willed things into existence, but they didn't do it haphazardly. The teleporter and the force field are just possibly pieces of metal that orcs view as being something and because of belief the orcs can jump across the galaxy or from spaceship to the ground or can stop the blast of like a thermonuclear weapon because they think this thing's a force field yeah they just you can't be hit it's a force field Duh, everybody knows that we've been talking about this for a while and we want to kind of close out this section of our coverage of orcs and the main reason why we play orcs and why why you should play orcs if you don't if you don't play orcs because honestly I was told originally everyone should have a Space Marine Army, and I got rid of my Space Marine Army, and I haven't missed it once. I will say, of all the armies I own, and I'm currently at nine, Orcs are the one I know I will never get rid of. They're they're the most fun. They're the best one to me. One of the reasons that I play Orcs, and I've played them, I go back to them. To be honest with you, the Orcs are always fun. Yeah. And I want to go this because I've I what happens is any time in an edition, when I'm not having a great time i go play orcs and i'm always having a great time it doesn't matter what the edition is someone said it really well to me that the thing about orcs is when you're playing orcs your opponent always gets to play the game and that's what makes orcs really fun even when orcs have been overpowered there have been times they have been yeah but they still they're overpowered in melee, anytime that you get to, your opponent still gets to kill stuff. Exactly. You, you never, and he gets to kill a ton of shit. Oh my God. I mean, I've, I've, I've won games where I lost 90% of my army. Yeah. And both of us finished the game. I, I, I played someone last year, it was an Adepticon. And it was a, just a beating. It was a game where, I mean, I, I, it was, I think I won by 50 points. But he had a great time because he killed three quarters of my it's, army in two it turns. It always feels fun back and yeah. forth. And they also do, I actually like, 
the orcs being random. I'm not a huge fan of a lot of random in my games because I'm competitive. But for whatever reason, I'm okay with it because it's the identity of the orcs. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're, they're meant to be random. They're meant to be this. And there's times where you where that random's annoying because you lose. And there's times where your opponents where that random's annoying because you win. But they're great. Another one I will mention is Brad doesn't collect the way I collect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But those of us who play orcs, one cool thing about the orc line is it is a very large line of models, but it's not overbearing. Um, I think I own, not including Forge World, I own every single orc model that exists. Well, the coolest thing about the orcs and all with that line, though, is they have a big line, but as you collect the whole line over time, they don't get rid of anything like they right. do in a lot of the other lines. They just change the rules for them. Yeah. So if you're actually playing orcs, you always get to play with your entire, your entire line of orcs, yeah. But you you can, in theory, own the entire line. And also, with the exception of maybe the Gorkonaut and Morkonaut, I'm going to get corrected by some orc players here. Most, if I'm going back 10 years, in the last 10 years, I would argue most of the things in the orc line have been good at one time or another. It may have been a, a quick flash in the pan, but there's only, I can't think of a lot of stuff I own I've never put on the board. At one point in time, I think everything's been good in Orcs, yeah. to be honest with you. And, and that's Except for maybe the Gorgonite Markonite. Those ones, and, it's, and that, that's always a problem with Titans. That's not Orcs' fault. That's always a yeah, problem with Yeah, that's just Titans. big models. Yeah, big models. But they've always been good. Even Orc Flyers have been good. They're one of the few ones that have actually had good Flyer rules that have been somewhat hilarious. And the, the all their buggies at some point in time have been good? Mm -hmm. All of them, actually. And their their leaders are also great, too. Well, the other cool thing about Orcs is, you know, we're, Brad and I were discussing at lunch some tournaments that are coming up, and... I'm actually happy that in an upcoming tournament, I'm only running five characters, whereas in, in much of Ninth Edition, I'd be, I'd be running seven or more. And it's funny because of the fact that in most other armies, I run very few characters. Maybe one. I mean, because you, you have to run one. Right. That is what makes orcs so great is the line makes sense. You actually you say, this is my war boss. Well, would you run a war boss? Absolutely, I'm running a war boss. I'm also going to run named characters because they're very, very Their good. Their named characters might be consistently some of the best named characters or at least ninth, most playable i'm thinking ninth edition gaz I, he was he was playable almost the entire edition yeah but you've There's had no one else you've got moz you've got when i bring up when i bring up gaz in ninth edition again please people correct me if i'm wrong i don't know another named character throughout ninth edition who was who was constantly on lists maybe bellacor eldrad maybe eldrad, you had to, yeah. but you had to play uthway yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but whereas people, Gaz really was that good. Um, yeah. And there be yeah, but Mazrog is good now. Zagstruck's always good. Badrock. Badrock is now quite good, and these these models are also great. And there's the only one too is you know we're not paid by GW. I'll say it. Uh, there's a lot of non-GW models for orcs that are exceptional that Super don't good. that don't exist. No one else has this. The Artel. Those of you who aren't aware of Artel W, Artel W has. Two lines they do really well, Eldar and Orcs. And their Eldar are good because they they have very, very good models that are in GW like, format resin. Fun, Let's go back to the but things. The Orc like, ones are awesome. But the thing is, is that you have a lot of things that have flavor, and they keep doing that in yeah. both those lines. We talked about the Scrap Chat, where the guy literally looks like the Red Baron. <laughs> it's the Red Baron. Yeah. He's Shock. World War One, you know, nineteen early 1900s. Mm hmm that people are gonna throw stuff at me and they're like brad didn't you say 1920s before and yes i did i excel you know, that's my that's my like three and a half years it's yeah. okay the other thing i want to put out about orcs is they have squigs primarily they have squigoths you could make i can run two thousand points squig arm where oh, everyone 100%. is on a squig oh you don't even don't get me started you have to know the game a little bit on this but like i desperately want to run just snake bites snake bites are the orcs that go, you guys, you damn kids, with your newfangled technology. Yep. We should just be punching people and riding squigs like dad and grandfather did. Yeah, you could run kill rigs with squig offs and squig off boys. You Maz just rug. You run Maz, you run giant squig offs mm -hmm. and regular squig offs. And then you have squig riders. You, I would do a whole squig army. Yeah. You could do squigs. No, that's what I'm saying. You could do No, squig. no, I'm making the face. I'm actually thinking of Adepticon. That's why I'm making that face. I'm like, it, it, giant squig offs, regular squig offs, squig riders, only characters that are on squigs or be squigs and stuff like that. You can have an entire, again, these are yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, they literally it. domesticated Tyranids 
and then bred them. And they didn't bring poodles. They didn't do a Labrador, yeah, Labradoodle. They, they didn't domesticate them down. Yeah, they domesticated <laughs> them up. They went, this thing was kind of small when it attacked us. But now that we've had generations to make it, I don't know, a house, <laughs> now we can ride it. And who else can ride it? Everybody I know. Everybody I know. Yeah. If, if you guys don't own, if you have never seen a gargantuan square goth model or don't own one, you should, they get are, one, you should get one. They're fantastic. And they're very, very fun to build because you can put a ton of crap on them. But that being said, probably the biggest piece of uh, playing orcs is the community. Orc players like orc players. We all like each other. Orc players talk to other orc players. This is something that it, it's a really great community and we're all looking for fun ways to do it. it, is a, it that is one thing you can love and hate because there's a lot of hate. For the walk oh shut up like pe people can be loud whatever but I mean, I, but i'm saying said, uh, I, but come on i still walk yeah <laughs> yeah everyone still yells it is kind of weird when your opponents randomly i know where screams if you don't know it's coming but that being said the orc players are a great group of people mostly because i think they're the only army and i'm gonna get shit for this but it's true that follow the rule of cool in a ride or die fashion but, you know i'm like, gonna do this for every faction because i'm a big conversions guy Come on, everyone. If you're playing the game and something looks awesome and you want to nitpick them on that it's not the correct exact size, you should be flicked in the nose until you pass out. Yeah. I mean, it is a – the orcs are some of the best kit bashers you're going to see out there. As Brad discussed, part of it is because the orc rules used to allow for it. But also for people who don't play orcs, understand it's an extremely engaging and supportive community. Orc players want to see other orc players. No one is, no one's upset that we share, and everyone has this. Don't get me wrong, every community has this, but I just think within orcs, there seems to be a, a much tighter group where we all want to share with each other. It, it's not even just rule stuff, it's more, hey, check out how I did this. Check out this build. Hey, look at this kit bash I did. And it's just something really great. And it kind of leads me to this other piece of like, everyone likes orc players. I and mean, some people don't, but they're wrong. But for the most part. <laughs> And, and the thing is, is like next week from the time I was casting, I'm going on one of the orc podcasts mm -hmm. and I'm excited to talk orcs and I'm not excited to talk orcs because of orcs. I'm excited to talk orcs because orc players are excited to talk orcs. Yes. And that's one of the, one of the reasons, the main reason I play the goddamn game is yes. the community. It's just, it's other people's excitement. You want to be caught up. I mean, that's what a wog is. It's a yeah. collective it's a collective of other orcs getting together to do more orc. To do more orc, to be excited about things. It's it, and that's the thing is, is it's a good time. And I think orcs are a good place. Orcs have always been in a good place. Orcs represent yeah. the community and the hobby very well. I think mean, that's actually that's the best way to, to conclude this. So with that, we will for now conclude our coverage of orcs. We're gonna come back later. Our next topic's actually going to be a little bit of Eldar. We're going to give you guys a little taste of Eldar in our next episode, so please log in for that, talking about where Eldar came from, how they got to where they got to, and kind of a big oopsie that they performed uh, that made... Raise your hand if you broke the sky. Yeah, and actually saved mankind, sort of, but not really. Yeah, they're getting a little complicated. Please like and subscribe to our cast. We're getting a good amount of traction now from all of you, and I really can't thank you enough. Join our Discord and our Facebook groups where we're, we're trying to get some more activity there uh, from us. It's just one of those challenges. But with that, I'm John Barsai. This is Brad Chester. This guy. See you next week. Welcome to the 40K Lorecast.
Welcome to the 40K Lorecast. 